Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, B-Fan Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and as always, thank you for your time. Today, I'm here with... Samara Holloway. <laughs> I've been waiting since last week to use that shit. But um, today, we are going to talk about optimism and finding good in rocky times. So, you can kick us off. Um, well, I'll just start off by talking about myself. I'm from L.A. I'm a sophomore. I'm double majoring in business and psychology. I'm on the pre-law track. Um, I just finished the semester, done with all of my finals yesterday. And I was telling Austin like two minutes ago that optimism and finding hope and like positive mindsets in rocky times is the story of my life. And yeah. like, especially something that I've put a lot of practice into since starting college and like my last year of high school. So, so go for it. Just I don't know. You um, don't know where to start at? Like No, I don't know where to let's, start. Let's uh we could start recent and then just digress back. I feel like it's easier to do that. You know what I mean? Okay. Like we just had finals. The fucking math final. Yeah. <laughs> the math final. Let me tell you a story. So I had to take calculus this past semester because it's a part it's a major requirement but i did not take pre-calc in high school <laughs> the last time i took any non-statistical class was my sophomore year of high school like first semester and then COVID happened and like my teacher he was a great guy but i didn't learn very much <laughs> so i was really playing catch up and i was super nervous and i mean i did it and i think i did pretty well actually like i thought i was bad at math this whole time and i was really scared of it but yeah, nah, bro. it wasn't that bad and austin over here was <laughs> my third tutor i was working like a dog no but he no. like he was really working like a dog i like people would ask me questions i'd be like uh we'll just ask austin so and i'd be sitting here doing five problems at once trying to remember but basically but. we were helping him study yeah as he was helping us study. oh my god because duh so i hate sitting down and looking at stuff for a very long time and i will give up not like i quit but it's like no. oh, i know this already yeah but as long as i'm like actively working mm -hmm. i i like to have i like to make games out of like okay. hard tasks okay it's so fun that's something different explain yeah. tell me about that because it's like if I look at a hard task, mm -hmm. it's not that it's too challenging to do. It's just like, I don't feel like doing it. But if you can make it fun, you can trick yourself into liking, liking to do hard things. See, I just lie to myself. Like, I've, <laughs> it's the same I've been shit. stopping doing that because I just, like, lie to myself and gaslight myself. I'm like, no, it's not hard. Like, oh, it's yeah. not that much, but it kind of is. Wait, but it's like, I feel like everything is, is nothing is hard or easy. It's more simple than anything because it can be simple, not easy. And when I say simple, it's because everything is going to have a, set a set of things that you have to do yeah so it's all about completing a task at hand you know what i mean but so I, I feel like if you categorize it as what it actually is like in my head college is easy like this yeah. isn't hard double majoring <laughs> that's not any more work but like if i tell myself yeah it is a little bit more work then i can like mentally prepare myself and like come up with the tools that i need to implement it instead mm -hmm. of going at it and just being like no, this is really easy. You should be able to do it in like this yeah. specific way. And then you start oh. making like personal attributions and being like, I'm not smart enough or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, actually, I am smart enough. It's a lot of work, but like college is difficult itself. You know what I it mean? It is. But it's like, I hate how it's like sometimes it's easy and then sometimes it's like yeah. a, a bulk of work. They just throw it on it you. It fucking pisses <laughs> me off. It I, fluctuates no, so much. But it like, once you get like through it, it feels so good at the end because you're like, yeah. damn. But the, the worst, the drawback of it feeling good at the end is, like, you feel like you have nothing to do. 
Oh my god. I don't know what the fuck to do with my hands. Like <laughs> yesterday I, I submitted my final. I was sitting on my beanbag and I submitted my final and then I like sat there and I was like, Well now the fuck what? Like, <laughs> yeah, like I did not know what to do with myself. Like I was very I was confused. just going around, bro. I was listening to music. I was just on a skateboard. No. Cause I think we all need that break. Yeah. Being optimistic is cool. It's it's always good to have that, that high emotion, but sometimes we just need a break from everything. And also this is a psychological thing. It's important to like Sometimes if things aren't like going good, like mm-hmm. to be like, yeah, things are actually shit right now. Yeah. Because apparently like when you're like when you're always being optimistic and you're not like recognizing what's actually going on around you, mm-hmm. that's like a f- form of avoidance. Mm-hmm. And once again, it just like doesn't give your mind and your body like a chance to catch up to the actual experience at hand. And it yeah. could, like creates like an internal dissonance. So you got any more on that? Um, That's just like kind of it. And like for me. Growing up, my parents are, like, wildly optimistic. Like, mm-hmm. they definitely use it, I think, as avoidance. Um, and it makes sense. Like, they grew up in, a, like, a world and with experiences that were a lot more difficult than mine. So they had to learn how to be optimistic. Yeah. But it can be toxic, I think, at certain times. Just because, like I was saying, like, if you're not actually acknowledging what's going on around you, mm-hmm. you're, like, lying to yourself in a yeah. maladaptive way. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think that a part of life is, like, like life is the challenges and then like also you getting through the challenges, but that's like what life is. So if you're just like, Oh, it's all like rainbows and Sunshine unicorns and, rainbows yeah, and you don't and ever acknowledge the thunder clouds. Like you're not giving yourself a chance to like actually be human and like yeah. experience, I guess like the, the dark quote unquote darkness yeah. that comes with, but it's like the experience. storm before the calm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it is It's like the best thing ever because after yes. the big ass storms, yes. we get a nice ass rainbow. My, Go ahead. My favorite professor last year, she told me that like grief, like in the darkest shadows of grief, mm-hmm. like can come like the most shimmering and like beautiful aspects of life. Yeah. And I like experienced grief for my first time, my um, senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking rough. And I was like so depressed what like happened? for like seven. Okay. Well, I was depressed for like seven years and yeah. like just not like school was. I was the only black girl in my class. I didn't really fit in with mm-hmm. the people. Like, I had a lot of friends. I was, like, you know, really involved, like, class or school president, like, mm-hmm. senior year, whatever. But, like, I was just so different from everyone around me. And my experiences, like, my background didn't really match a lot of other people's. And had a lot of conflicts with my mom, especially. But, like, my parents and, like, we weren't really close. And, like, as a family and COVID happened. Oh, shit. And then, like... I got into a relationship with a girl sophomore year of high school to senior year of high school. Yeah. And that was an issue because that meant I had to come out to my parents. Oh, shit. And then we broke up like senior year. And that was like during like when I was grinding for college and everything. And like that was a whole thing for me because I have an issue with like. Yeah. I don't a lot of pressure on myself. And it was just terrible. And that was like the breaking point. Why did I start talking about this? Shit. Fuck. No, it was like. No, the, the the storm before the... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so, um, yeah, I had to go through, like, a lot of... I think... I don't even know why I started this, but, like, I had to... It was a really rough time. A self-learning process? Yeah, and I had to, like, force myself to acknowledge, like, this is shit. And, and then... Like, yeah. Yeah, and then afterwards, like, on the other end, I came out, like, a completely different person. Yeah. The, like, a completely different person. Because, like, the first step to overcoming is acceptance. Yeah. So, for you to have optimism... Yeah. First, you gotta be like... Yeah, like you were saying, like, okay, 
let me assess the situation at hand with a non-biased view. So you can like look yeah. at it and be like, all right, this is truly bad. This isn't as bad. But also, this is, go ahead. sometimes like you can't even be, sometimes it's just like you're just like, you're you, so you give up. Like, yeah, like yeah, the paralyzed. You're like, oh my fucking God. Yeah. Oh my God, everything's, uh. And that's like a huge thing with me. I have like pretty bad anxiety and like sometimes I'm literally just like frozen. Like yeah. I can't do, like I can't move. You don't know what the fucking next like, step is. Yeah, and so I'm just like, well, fuck, I'm just gonna like sink into the fucking couch and like, <laughs> I don't know. But. And, and then, just wait for it to all pass. Yeah. But the more that you like avoid it, the bigger it gets. Yeah. And the more that you step forward, is it gets smaller and smaller. But yeah. I think it's that first piece that's mm-hmm. really tricky for a lot of people, which is starting. Yeah. Because they feel like, oh, my God, I got to start something new. And it's, I always say this, but it's way easier to think of something as a continuance of something instead of starting something completely new. Because yeah. if you put it in your brain that you're starting something completely new. It's thinking that it's got to form a new habit. And to form a new yeah. habit, you got to get rid of old habits. So you extending this process that you can skip by just saying, all right, I've done something like this before. I'm going to sneeze in a, in a couple of seconds, okay. I think. Pineapple. Pineapple. I mean, did yeah, you? I know. Oh, okay. I'm, I think it might be going away. Okay. But like, fuck. Oh, oh, oh. Damn. Starting something new. Oh, yeah, or, starting something yeah. new. So if you think back and say, all right, this is a continuous. Bless you. <laughs> Bless you. This is a continuation of something I've done before. It'll feel way easier getting back to it. So I'll use like the gym, for example. Um, if you're somebody that's gone to the gym before, you've had a routine and you just so happen to fall out of it because whatever happened, X, Y, Z, school got, you got busy, you couldn't go, this, this, and that. And then you think about going again and it's a few weeks later, you're probably like, damn, I got to start going to the gym. Now your body's like, damn, have I never been to the gym before? Yeah. And now you think about it like, oh, oh, dang, now I got to progress through these ways, this, this, and that. But if you say... Well, no, I've been to the gym before. I'm just continuing that process yeah. from where I left off. Yeah. And it'll be way easier to flow into things. Yeah. And I also feel like even with like novel experiences, once again, like I think like the hardest aspects of life or like the ones that we tend to want to avoid the most are like what makes our lives like what gives it depth and like yeah. purpose and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So starting new things in general, like it's hard, like the idea of starting college and mm-hmm. like there's so many implications that like. I didn't even consider before starting college. Like, and then it, like, I don't know, especially this year, but like the senses of responsibilities. And I've always been a very like self-sufficient and responsible person. Yeah, I get what you're But saying. this year, especially like I'm living in my own apartment, which mm-hmm. means I'm responsible for grocery shopping dishes. and dishes all the fucking time. And I hate doing dishes <laughs> and like cooking and like meal prepping and then going cleaning, to class and then waking up class. and then going to the gym yeah, and then having and a social cleaning, life exactly and like cleaning my apartment and taking care of myself and then you know nurturing my personal interests but then also focusing on school there's so much and it's like you didn't even consider all of it yeah and so for me and this happened like the beginning of the semester i was just like holy fuck like i'm so overwhelmed and mm-hmm. i was like paralyzed and it was like after those first midterms that's when I started coming to math like kind of hella late. I was yeah. like all over the place. I was going through it because I didn't know what to do. But for me especially, and I think for people who might like have type A personality traits mm-hmm. or just like Talk about like those. to be in control. Okay, well. Another I, tangent. Go ahead. I didn't realize that type A personality traits were like relatively maladaptive or like not the best until I was so studying. So what are type A? Okay, I'll pull them up because I was reading about them as I was studying for my mm-hmm. final 
the other week and it was stressing me out. It was on stress. Yeah. But I was getting stressed out because I was like, holy shit, this is me. And this means that I'm like more susceptible to coronary heart disease God and damn. death and stuff oh. like that. I was like, <laughs> okay, so this is nice. <laughs> Type A personalities um, are characterized by extremes of competitive, striving for achievement, a sense of time urgency, hostility, aggression. Sounds familiar. Sounds, yeah. Um, sounds like the man in the mirror. Right. I'm not <laughs> hostile, which is like the main thing that contributes to like coronary heart disease yeah. and death, but like definitely a sense of time urgency, like mm-hmm. w- walking fast, talking fast. Oh my God. Um, yeah. No, that makes so late, much sense. Yep. To test. I hate lines. I wouldn't even wait in the lines at EVK last year. Like I would not get like the hot meals because I was like, I couldn't wait in those lines. Like, I just skipped the line. Oh, how? I just feel bad skimming the line. Man, fuck that nigga. If he, Are you serious? <laughs> if he not going to say, if, if the person that I cut in front of not going to say nothing to me, bro. I would always say something because it's just like, nah, cause like I got a, me. Or even if you have a friend in the line. If you have a friend, that's different. Step up. But that's like different. sometimes, bro, like when they had like the Halloween special and stuff, I'm not standing in line. Yeah. That, bro. I, I go straight to the front, know. hop in front of somebody. And they just look at me because my car's gonna get swiped before. But I just feel like you're always you're just like in your own world. Like yeah, that's you how you actually <laughs> do, like coming back from getting your Starbucks, your genocide juice. Oh my gosh, I almost hit three people just now. Like what? But but like yeah, you gotta. I feel like that's another thing that's like super important. You gotta be able to live in your own world, but just make it to where you're not harming anybody. Me cutting in the line isn't harming anybody. But it's it like, may be a little inconvenient for them, but this is my world and you're living in it. So see, I'm I, gonna do <laughs> I can't do that. I just am like, you know, I would hate like if someone cut in front of me, I'd be like, excuse me. I'd be like, oh. No, I'd be like, wait, I, excuse me. I was here. I was standing it, here. Yeah, and then you get in front of me and I yeah. get in front of the person yeah, true. that was behind you. So there you go. But it's never yeah. like just think about how many people really wanna start that. You know how much fire you gotta have in you to be like you cut in front of me. You're too tired yeah. to care. You, yeah, like, I just like would never because it's just like a lot of like. Well, on the flip side, I got to be able to accept if people do the same thing to me. Like I can't like. But, and that's the thing. Well, I'm not willing to accept that. Really? Don't fucking step in front of me. I'm standing right here. <laughs> I hate when people just move around. Like it's like I'm right here. Yeah. Like, come on. Where's the sense of self-awareness? And people here do that a lot. Some girl I was biking today wasn't she wasn't even paying attention. And she would like almost skated right in front of me. I'm like, bitch. Before you make a turn, look left and right. No, they're NPCs. They Where don't are exist. Where the fucking rules of the road? <laughs> it pisses me off. But type A personality. Um, racing through yellow lights when they drive. Um, no, striving to win at all ta- uh, costs. Saving okay. time by multitasking. Now that I have this perspective of these type A personalities, it makes sense to why like sometimes... If you have type A personalities, I feel like you're more susceptible to anxiety, right? Yeah. Because you always feel like everything needs to be going faster than but it actually is. But that's because of the control factor that okay. I was talking about. Right. Like, that's why I started this. And, like, always needing to be in control. And I think that that is, there's, like, strength in that. And, like, yeah. if you think about people who own businesses and who are really successful, it's because, like, they're controlling as much as they can and they're, you know, quote unquote manipulating things so that way they're the way that they need them to be to work out in their favor or like mm-hmm. work out for their goal or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like I think a lot of life is about letting go and letting things happen yeah. because there's so much that we actually can't control. And I think shit like that is like I call it raw talent. Because like, okay, think of this. I'm putting like sports perspective. You played sports before? Yes, I Okay, have. so you've seen somebody that's naturally talented yeah. step onto the playing field 
and do like do their thing, right? Okay, they can be amateurs. They can probably be people a little bit better than them. But when it comes to like real competition, at some point they're gonna dwindle. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Uh, hard work beats talent. Yeah. When talent fails to work hard. That's so if you don't have my life. Yeah. So if you don't have like a a coach, or if you don't understand yourself enough, even if you're your own coach, yeah. I'll keep the sports thing going on. But like, if you don't have anybody to help you hone that talent and show you how to use your powers, you're gonna fall like susceptible to shit outside of that, and yeah. you're gonna fall off. You know what I mean? So yeah. if you have a Type A personality, you have to understand that. Okay, this is the things that I'm most susceptible to. What is in my control to like, kind of let go or be more yeah. lenient on? Yeah. And then you amplify the power of that personality. Yeah. Trait. But yeah. it's also realizing that like what I always say, it's like there's so much in this life that is out of our control. So yeah. you, can, you control the fuck out of whatever you actually can control. Man. But aside from that, like you have to let things be and it's usually going to be fine. But like, how do you. It's literally just telling yourself, you know what, it's fine. Like so for me, like if I'm, you know, biking to class and people are just moving really slow, they're getting on my fucking nerves and I'm like, fuck, well, I'm already late. Like yeah. you guys got to get out of my way. But it's like, you know what? It's actually fine. Like it doesn't matter. You're not missing anything. And like also I think like it's hard because these are very subjective and they vary throughout life. But yeah. it's like my goal, like being here overall is like to do well in school and mm-hmm. to like set myself up professionally and for adulthood. Mm-hmm. So is being late to class one time really going to like, get in the way of that it's like me not being able to go to the gym or like me not meeting a certain standard that i make like really deter that and like for me just because i'm such a perfectionist like i plan out my days to like the minute most of the time like fucking calendar it's like i feel embarrassed when she looked at me and was like all right this is my study schedule for math and i looked at my book bag and was like if it's not in that ipad yeah I can't write it down on paper. I'm not looking it up. Yeah. You know? yeah. If it's not sitting sit yeah, right in front of me, yeah. I'm not looking it up. I just have, like, <laughs> that's it. Like, I think, like, ahead of time, like, I'm like, okay, so where am I going to be in two weeks? And then yeah. where am I right now? Mm-hmm. And I need to make sure that I, like, <laughs> get, make room for, like, things going wrong because I heard this quote, like, imagine every, or, like, consider everything that can go wrong and assume that it does. And I'm like, oh, you know what? that's Actually, somebody's theory. What theory is yeah, it? Yeah, uh, it is. I recently what heard theory it. theory is but it? It's uh, whatever. Like Einstein. If something, no, it's not Einstein. No, it's not. But he was like, if something, my roommate knows. It's like, if something, it's, it's a law. If something is going to go wrong, it's going to go wrong. Like Maybe you said that to me. I feel somewhat, I like heard it within the past week. Yeah, if it happened, anything that can go wrong will go yeah. wrong. That's how it goes. And it's something, like. The, the basis behind it is not that, like, everything is going to go wrong. But if you're stressing yourself over yes. the anxieties of what could happen, yeah, you just got to understand. It's Murphy's first law. Yeah, Murphy's law. There we go. Noth- okay, yeah, You got to yeah. understand that no matter where you go, if you yeah. if that thing is going to happen, it's going to follow you. So if you paralyze yourself from going to the gym because you're like, oh, I might break, break a finger. Yeah. Nigga, you can break a finger walking down the hall of your house. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter where you go. Right. Your finger is breakable. Yeah. It might be more breakable at the gym because all the stress, but it, it balances yeah. out even at home. Like if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. There's no way that we can. That's trying to taint with fate. You know. That's that's literally what life is, though. Like there are so many uncontrollable forces, and this is what I think. Like I, when I think about it, and I'm not actually in it, mm-hmm. I reflect and I'm like, damn, like. Life is so rich and so beautiful because it's like we're absolutely fucked up. People <laughs> created everything that we have right now, like all of these systems, 
white people did a beautiful job at creating like systemic oppression and racism. Like (laughs) that shit is still going. They went crazy with that one. I'm not gonna lie. They They went crazy. I think it's wild. Like there's that's is that's like impressive. Like isn't it? Like on a very interested in power and politics. On a very like obstructed, like not even obstructed view, but like if I was to step back and look at slavery, that is like. How do you get away with they some gaslit? Shit like that? They gaslit. Think about this. The think about this. World. A motherfucker was like, "No, you can't get a job because you're black." Like what? And then and convinced black people that they were less than. And then they came up with all of these stereotypes. Dude, and then they and put stuff. them in these neighborhoods, and it's like, dog. They was like, they did all. of We this. just now becoming self aware, and they like not letting up. Isn't that crazy? That I is just insane. Like everything that like like. Like, this is life. Like, this is what it is. Like, there's bad and there's good. And that, like, I don't know. I think still, though, it's super, like, powerful or, like, interesting that even in all of the things that go wrong, good things can still happen. Like, despite the fact that there's, like, a really well-constructed system Mm -hmm. that has meant to oppress people, like, people have slipped through the fucking cracks. And it's super minimal, but, like... It happens every day. It shouldn't have happened. We shouldn't be here right now. Like, if their plan was actually, like, as strong as they thought it was going to be, we wouldn't be here. Malcolm X wouldn't have existed. Like, Martin Luther King, all of those people. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, like, trying and, like, putting in those little steps and I think, like, focusing on the goal. But, like, accept... Not accepting, but, like, I've just... I'm learning to accept that, like, shit's going to happen and bad things are going to happen and it's super scary. Like, I'm so scared of, like struggling really really hard mm-hmm. and that's why i like plan everything out because yeah. i'm like fuck i need to make sure that i'm protected and safe for the future but like i also do have to know like there's gonna be times in Boy, my future it does go back and i'm don't know how i'm gonna but can do we, them but can yes, i cut in right quick go ahead all right so i don't want people to get like um paralyzed by what ifs you know what i'm saying yeah so like a lot of times we'll look at the current situation we're in and it can be good but we're like we look back and go, damn, nah, what if I did this? But you got to think, yeah, shit could have went good if things went the way that you thinking in your head. But you also got to think it's two sides of every coin. Yeah. And it's like, how do you know you wouldn't be better? You wouldn't be worse off if that occurrence was to happen. But it's and it's also just like accepting it. And there's another principle. It's called the sunk cost principle. Go ahead. And you, it just basically says that like you shouldn't make decisions based on the past. You should make them based on the present and the future. So like, let's say um, you bought a ticket to a basketball game okay. and um, you were set to go. But then the day comes and like the player that you want to play or that you like to see play right, isn't playing like Mm -hmm. they're out of the game and it's really raining outside and you're sick and stuff and you're like well fuck i paid for this game i really wanted to go but the player that i wanted to see isn't going to be there and then i'm sick so i'm not feeling well and i have to like drive in the rain Mm -hmm. to go and see this game so by the time you get there like if you went in this scenario like you wouldn't be as excited you'd be a little bit pissed off and like you might get a little sicker like you should be resting that's like you making a decision based off of the past. Ooh. But like when you make a decision based off of the future and the present, mm-hmm. like that's what um, social psychologists recommend for like economists and like mm-hmm. making decisions on like stocks and stuff. And I was like, that's actually a really good way to think about life because it's like 
the past is the past. There's nothing that you can do from it. And I've really learned to like, it's like learn. A, it's, yeah, it's like, go, what can oh I learn from God. these experiences? Like the first round of midterms, I was like, fuck. It I actually happened. feel like I'm dying. Like, yeah. And one of my friends, like I saw her when I was working, we were just talking. I was just like, but like, think about what you're learning. Like right. I learned, I'm like, okay, I have to think about school in a dif- different way. Like mm-hmm. I have to learn how to like better allocate m- mm-hmm. the energy that I spend on certain tasks and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, you know, like you can if always everything learn goes something. right. How the fuck is you ever gonna learn how and to learn, or how are you ever gonna learn anything? Yeah. When you all, Kanye was like, <laughs> I wonder how people feel when I okay, say, okay, Kanye. <laughs> yeah, Kanye was like, tell uh, us what Kanye said. He was saying like, if you always move move through life trying to find the correct answer, your life becomes a test. Exactly, and that's I heard that quote and I was like, damn, because I have test taking yeah. anxiety, like. If someone will ask me a question, like mental math, like when we're doing the math on the whiteboard and I'm like, okay, what's three plus two? And I'm like, oh, oh shit. I don't know. And you that's, be, it, it, it I, leave your head I always that exact blank. It's always so fucking embarrassing. <laughs> like, uh, fuck. But like life doesn't have to be a test. And I was definitely raised in that like my parents, like we would be at the dinner table and yeah. they'd be like, okay, count the grapes and like stuff like that. We were like an overly <laughs> like smart like family <laughs> or whatever. So I just like was used to being tested and I have a younger brother and mm-hmm. like, he was always competitive. He was one of the pe- he had like the raw talent and yeah. I have work ethic. Yeah. And like I'm a I think I'm pretty smart, like mm-hmm. just genetically, probably. But like I've had to work my ass off to get where I am. Whereas he like he's definitely it just came sailed to it through naturally. life it a little just... bit and he's having to learn how to work hard now. Yeah. And so like and he was younger too. So mm-hmm. my parents are like, Oh my god, you're gonna let your younger brother like <laughs> One up you and I'm like, you. Fuck, like, it's not a competition. Guys, I'm so sorry. Like, you got to compete with yeah, yourself, right. not against I'm yourself. I'm my only competition. You, that's another thing. I want people to understand that you're not going against yourself. You're going with yourself. You it's, have, it's a difference between the and two. You need to learn. You got to be your own work. best friend. You have to learn how to work with yourself because there's so many there's so many principles and like laws and rules mm-hmm. and stuff. But at the end of the day, I think that the way that I'm going through life right now, it's like I'm picking and choosing what works for me because like I'm the only me out here. Like I'm the only one who knows the way that I work and Mm -hmm. like going through these, my like experiences. And so it's just learning like what works for you and like, it's not going to work for everyone, but I don't know. I think that's okay. It's kind of, it can be hard or sometimes like isolating, but I think it's important. And like, I mean, I do that with religion and stuff like that. And I do that with like the way that I have to learn because My brain works in crazy ways, so I have to. So you gotta accommodate to yourself. And I have to like, you know. One thing, one thing to go along with what you're saying is like, okay, so I was watching this video, and it was playing. Uh, have you ever heard like a sound, and then you go to the comments and they'd be like, read this, but listen to the like the uh, the video again, and then you'll hear a different sound, but the sound never changed. No. I don't know if I'm making sense right now. So I know what you're talking about. I just have never seen one of those. Oh, it's, it'd be like videos where the sound be playing, and it'd be like, oh, it, it sounded like they said this. And then when you re- mm-hmm. when you read what mm-hmm. they say it sounded like, you hear it. Yeah. I wish I could like play the video that I was hearing. But I know it, what you're talking about. It was an Im- The important lesson about this is that the guy was saying your ears and your eyes perceive life in two different ways. Yeah. So... How can you trust anything that you see? Reality isn't real. Reality is what it is to you. You see your own reality. Like, me and you look at the door, but we we can have two different 
yeah. feelings about the door. You yeah. can have trauma from the door because somebody yeah. broke your door down when you yeah. were little. Damn. I can look at the door and be it like, damn, I love down. doors because I have a family that makes doors. So yeah. You know what I mean? Door so, makers. Yeah, so it's like we get two different emotions from the same object. So you got to understand what in my life have I seen, what experiences have I had, and then what experiences do I want to become real? And once you think about those, you got to think about them in a way that makes sense to you. That's mm-hmm. why every time, anytime I'm learning anything, I explain it to myself like I'm a five year old. Yeah, that's why I. Love I sit there and just talk to myself. So much because I talk to Professor Geski, bro. You I'll dumb be, that shit down. Dog, I'll be in there like, oh, so like this, this, and that. He'd be like, well, oh yeah. Let me like, let me tell you guys. Let me tell you guys. <laughs> so we come into math 118, and you know I'm like getting a read of the room. I'm starting to like, okay, this is the class that I'm going to be with for this semester. And I just hear this voice. I just hear this voice. I just see this blob of like, you know, a green sweatshirt and just talking. That boy Sean and it's just, it's just him and the professor that it's just them two. And that's Austin. Like he literally like has one-on-one conversations with both himself and with the professor and, like, obviously it works. It's doing something because, like, he knows the material. Like, yeah, everyone just, knows this. They just sit there but and they I, just be quiet the whole time. So but like, I, I, like, so admire that because it's just, like, I obvi- like I talk to myself especially. Like, yeah. that's why I study by myself often. And, like, yeah. I like having study rooms because yeah. I need to move around. I need to talk. And, like, mm-hmm. talking out loud helps me to remember mm-hmm. the... It bounce off the walls and you talk. Basically. Bounce off the walls and you listen. Basically. But like I just had never done it in a math <laughs> class before and so like overtly. <laughs> but like here Austin was just in, in his own world. In his own world. I like <laughs> wish <laughs> that I could... Oh, so we gotta do this, this, and that. And yeah. like, yeah, exactly like that. And be yeah. like, wait, why we do that? Right. And I feel like it helped the people around no, because if the nigga is just sitting there talking to me. It definitely does. I'm going to zone out. I'm, I don't care. If, you, if you're just why, talking to me, yeah. bro, it's going to, eventually it's going to go in, in one ear and out the, other. out the other, bro. Like, yeah. learning is like an active process for me. Sometimes for people, it's like, okay, I can sit down. This information can be read to me, blah, 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 blah. I know it all. I got to be, I got to have an active conversation because one thing I really love to remember I can remember conversations really well. So yeah. if I'm evoking a conversation with the professor mm. as he's talking to me and giving me this information, See, I can recall what he is saying. So that's like a personal, that's a personal like learning tip. But and yeah. I also think in general though, like most people learn that way, but most people are too uncomfortable to speak in class. Like oh, for wow. me, yeah. I don't speak out loud to myself like you do, <laughs> but like I'll raise my hands and ask questions. Like I always sit in the front mm-hmm. and I did, I've done this like my whole life. Cause I, when I was growing up, like I couldn't see the board. I had to sit in the front. So I had to learn how to mm-hmm. get comfortable with like asking for accommodations and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but growing up, like, my classmates would always be like, thank you so much. You're always asking such good questions and I'm always so nervous too. So it's like, we're basically just taking a bullet and like, you know, helping the people around us because it definitely does. One man for all. Yeah. How do we go? One man for one. Uh, I don't know. Dang, they just clapping? Yeah, there's, I think, a probably final going on. Oh, probably. We should go and ask them if they want to be a part of the podcast. <laughs> no, nah, for real. Just whoever was the best presenter, you, you get to sit on. Hey, that's your, you that's guys your are the reward. winner. Uh, but uh, what was I saying? I don't know. What remember. were we talking about? We were talking about uh, talking to ourselves out loud, conversation. Let's, we can like also like pivot a little bit because I want to ask you, like, how. Oh, go ahead. What was this semester like for you? This was your first semester. For me? And let me tell you, like, it. my first semester of college, I was like, shit. 
because I was like high school for me was hard. Like I yeah. put my work in and I was like, damn, this is a little bit easier than like my last couple of years of high school. But yeah. like it's gotten college has gotten a little bit harder since. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know, it's still like not super, super terrible. Like mm -hmm. it's chilling. So what was your experience like? You're uh, coming from Detroit, all yes boys sir. school. Yeah, um, that all boys school got me. Los Angeles. Okay. You were the Jesuit. Hey, I went to Immaculate Heart High School. Give me a little, give me a little noise you, you too. Can get a little. All girls school, <laughs> all girls Catholic Fairies school. Fairies and shit. Scary. Scary. But no, no, no. Go ahead. You ask me the question one more time. How has your first semester been? What has it been like? You're coming oh, from like okay. a completely different state, extremely different, different cultural. So and it's like communal experience. Anytime I walk into anywhere, bro, I think I said this before. I walked on campus and was like, "All right, how about take this motherfucker over? What? It's my shit." This is my okay. house. So it's like... Okay, reverse colonialism. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, how do I make the most of the situation? Because it took me so much to get here. Right. Even if I don't fully acknowledge it, I don't like to tell, oh, I had this hard life. Yeah. Oh, every night I was up. Like, no. I do want to hear about that, though. Okay, I will tell you a little backstory. But like, I'm like, bro, I've done all of this. Yeah. Now it's time to make the most of yeah. it. Yeah. The people in my life didn't make the sacrifices they made for me. Yeah. For me to get here and fumble I relate. It. I didn't make I didn't make the sacrifices for myself yeah. to get here and fuck it up. You know what I'm saying? Period. So it's like, I'm about to take this motherfucker over. Right. So I get my classes. I go, all right. It's a learning process. This yeah. is all new information. I came from like pre-calc in high school. I, the shit that we learned in calculus. This, I thought you took AP calc. <laughs> nah, the, the shit we learned this semester was like all new to but me. But was I your was your high school easy? Like, how was it? College prep. Yeah, so you were like relatively prepared. Like you had study habits and stuff oh, yeah, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, yeah, cuz cuz finals there yeah, was like cuz we had eight classes. So exactly, you got eight finals. My junior so year finals prepared me. Four finals is like yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. But no, it's just this semester has been up and down. Mm -hmm. It's definitely been some hard times, but one thing I've gotten out the habit of doing is checking my grades. Because in high school, yeah. I would check my yeah. grades. But towards the end, I was like, bro, fuck grades. Because if you if you do what you're supposed to do, everything will work out in the end. It's like mm. a, grades are a byproduct of you just living your life. You don't See, need to stay updated on it. It's like a credit report. That's so facts. You're like, only for supposed me, to check I get your, That's yeah. where the control comes in. I'm like, mm -hmm. well, fuck. But like, what if it doesn't? I need to check and make What you going to do? What are you going to do? Give you an extra assignment? Basically. In my head. <laughs> in my head. Nothing like as long as you ask. Like I don't know how it happens. Oh, you yeah, know, as long as you ask, you can figure your you shit get, out. You can get some shit I, done. I don't know how I'm here or why I'm here. I feel like I've manipulated the system, but hey, hey, hey what can I say? Shit just works out sometimes. Yeah. But you got to be open to all experiences. But like right. I was saying, was a uh, what was I saying? What were some of the down like the, the downs? Yeah. Oh, or like the thorns of your semester, things that made it a little harder. Because it's like, since I'm so far from home, yeah, I don't really get like super homesick, like, mm. oh, I miss my bed. I don't mind sleeping in like different places. But like, mm -hmm. as in terms of like seeing my family, yeah, I fucking forgot I had a family. Oh, shit. Yeah, that shit, that type of shit just leaves my mind. So, and object I have to, permanence. What's that? So it's like when it's like what babies have, but it's an ADHD thing. And I think, I mean, I know I that I have it. Like if I don't see something in front of me, I forget. I'm it's, gonna forget. Oh it's yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it's easy for like out of sight, out of mind with people. Like if I don't oh, see you for yeah. a long period of time, I'm I can gonna forget, forget that you, you exist. There. But I love my family. It's not like I hate right. them. It's so just you're close with your family. Yeah, I love them yeah. so much. And it's like I don't mean to like not neglect, but I don't mean to like not say anything because yeah. I get so caught up in my present moment and where I'm at. I'm always right. where my feet are. It's like, damn, I keep forgetting like reach back to check right. on my family. So do so. you talk to your family or did you talk to your family this semester? I did. I okay. talked to them. I feel like 
enough. Good. I feel like it was more than enough for me, like check in here and there. But they yeah. know I'm that type of person that's like, yeah. oh, Austin's always in his own world. Right. But I did miss like that, that uh, that net to right. like fall back on. Because when you're at home, it's easy to like explain what's going on because they're there, they're right in front of you. I don't like yeah. talking over the phone because what are you gonna do? Yeah. Come through the phone and fix it. Yeah. I know my dad would probably take a flight to come fix really? it, but I don't want him to do that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think it, the loneliness factor was probably that seasonal did you, depression. Did you wait, really in comparison? Wait, did I what? Did you um like find a family or anything here? Because oh for, yeah, yeah 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 I, I got all my friends. I love my friends. Good. Everybody here is like even you guys like you and Jay yeah. like people I interact with. I appreciate those I interactions yeah. so much. I, I don't think I could have gotten through math without all of you guys. <laughs> like it really like changed my experience yeah. in a really really good way. So yeah, so just not having that net that I'm used to. And then trying to utilize the net that I have here, mm-hmm. but also being the type of person that likes to isolate itself in times yeah. of like distress. You so I spent a lot of time in my room just yeah. getting to it. And then when it was done, I was like, I could breathe. I, I'm the same way in terms of isolation. I've had a lot of issues with like emotional walls and yeah. just like it's easier to like, you're not, you don't have to deal with anyone else. Just like oh, focus on man. yourself and then you don't yeah. hurt anyone else. But I've learned that like the people that love you, um, like unconditional love is like loving someone like as a whole. And so like mm-hmm. that means not only loving you in your perfect times or when you're like easy to be around and stuff like that. Sometimes yeah. it's like it's harder for me to put myself out there when I'm like struggling a little bit more. But it does help like yeah. me because I before this year, like I would just study by myself or like in my room or whatever. But mm-hmm. then I started going to the library and stuff and then I would start seeing people and like that time that I saw you and Febbin and I was like, damn, like, I guess I should start studying outside my room more because then I just see people and I love people. Yeah. And it like, like the social support, which is another psychology Mm -hmm. thing, but it really helps. And like one of my friends, like she was studying for Kim and Levy while I was simultaneously studying for like my political philosophy class. And we would like have, study or like hug breaks which mm-hmm. is another psychology thing like really gotta get you back on talking dopamine. about this psychology no, i have shit. a lot of shit that i applied especially <laughs> during finals and stuff but just like it's just so nice to it's hard to like be vulnerable enough to let people see you and when you you're not at your top but like it's really nice because you're all bonding in yeah. that regard and then uh-huh. also it's like you know what i'm like you're growing in that and yeah i think because there's so many people around us we may as well take advantage of I it i think what it is is that for me personally i this might be it i know this is like a, whatever i'll just keep going yeah it's not the fact that i was scared to be vulnerable with those around me but it was the fact that they've never seen me like that before yeah because you know when you meet somebody you yeah. meet this certain version of them yeah and once you do it i guess three times that's enough for me like to be like okay they act like this yeah that's what our brain likes to do it likes to take shortcuts so uh-huh. if i meet you three times on three different occasions and you act the same way every single occasion now you're built into my head as this character. So what anytime your, you act outside of that, it's like, fuck wrong with that. Right. What was your first impression of me or your first impressions? Like, how did you think that I acted after those first three times? Literally, I don't know. Because I didn't, like, hear you talk. Yeah. So you just sit down. I was like, oh, she's always late. <laughs> that was, I was yes. like, okay, so she comes into class. She seems like she wakes up late sometimes and just <laughs> be distressed. And just she looks like she just got done running into the building. So <laughs> I'd be like, well. Her brain is all over the place, and yeah. she probably is. Instead of understanding this information, as soon as she sits down, she's lost for the first fifteen minutes that she's in here. And by the time she gets to it, it's too late. So Stop. she goes no. home and she watches the lecture. No, I don't though, because it <laughs> wasn't. Job. No, I like would sit down and I would figure out where I was. Like it yeah. wasn't even that bad. Like right, those good. that 
that first midterm when I was like really going through it, like, yeah, yeah. you're right. Like, that's basically what was going on. But, but yeah. like, but it did get better. You started coming more consistently. I'm like, cool. Yeah. She's all right. I just like, this semester just hit me like a break. Like I said, after Ooh, those, there yeah. was a lot going on. I had it was, a lot of papers. It was so but I like writing. fucking rough. That's how you got to turn. That's where the optimism come in. You got to be able to make it a game. So like, okay, I was like, all right, this year hard. Yeah, but that's why, like, on my fucking Instagram story, I put the finals You're down. So like, funny. It's a like, like it was I was just like, I NBA just series. was just like imagining you like doing it, like, like pasting your face onto the pictures and stuff like that, and just like, wow, he's I'm just like, like having a really good time. Cause like, it's like, yeah, this is it right here. I want people to see what I'm going through, and even if I was to fail one of those finals, I would still have a comedic relief by posting. Oh. All right, USC got me on this See, one. We're coming back for the next game. I'm not lying. I, I like to keep it as real as I can. I wouldn't can. have lied, but I like wouldn't even <laughs> have done that because I just like would have. I just judged myself a lot because I just put so much pressure. I'd be like, "Fuck, yeah. not USC <laughs> winning. They got this point. Like they I just wouldn't even want to admit it to be upset about it." But yeah, I just like to. It's like when I know it's becoming rough, and I know I got multiple things to do at once, this is this is a sort of multitasking like yeah. tool I use because one thing I do say is multitasking is real and it is possible, but it's only possible if the things are you doing, the things that you are doing are congruent with each other. Because you just, walk, you walk, yeah, and you eat gum. That's multitasking. But you can do that because it's you can do that and we have to but i don't think that we're supposed to i like one of my theories is like we as humans like our attention and like our energies are so split between so many different things and we are not supposed to be doing this because like scientifically multitasking doesn't actually exist it's really difficult to do two things at once and like <sighs> do two things well at once of course we've had to learn how to adapt yeah. and like learn how to do it like i multitask all of the time mm -hmm. but it's definitely not as, like, okay, I don't you know? Want, yeah, but, no, I'm not saying. But I know what I you said, mean. I know what you okay, mean. Like, like learning how to come up with, like, yeah. an adaptive way to, like. So it's like, what yeah, I do is, I, get you. I go, all right, I got business, I got math, I got writing. I can structure out a few days to each one and then get it done in a time span. So what's the easiest to get done? A paper. Because that has no limit to, like, what you can do. Like, yeah, you can sit down and type so much in a day, but you can, like, get something done and then sit it aside and it's going to be there and you can pick it back up. Yeah. Business, you might have to do all in one fell swoop so the information is there. Math, I like to do in one fell swoop because I just like numbers. So I save math yeah. until the end because math is more of my relief from everything. Mm -hmm. I take writing and I'll do that like in the morning or whenever I get an idea. And I it's more tools to utilize for the writing here. Mm -hmm. So I set up appointments to the writing lab and I say, okay, I want to have this much done before I go to the writing lab. So you use the writing? Hell yeah, I use that writing lab, boy. Mm, I okay. didn't because I, I love to write. So it's yeah. like, if you utilize the resources around you, the work will get done for you. Like, even during my final <laughs> yesterday, during my business final, yeah, I was like, I had like sort of been done with like my final or whatever. I was doing it, but I, I understood to myself. I'm like, okay, usually when I do finals, I do feel good. But within the time I took the final, it was like I make like very minor mistakes. Mm -hmm. So I'll choose a letter right under the letter that was right. It yeah. won't be far off. So I'm like, damn. Okay, let me mm -hmm. recognize what I usually do. Let me sit back and go back over this whole thing. And I'm utilizing the time that they give me and using it to my advantage. Because the more that people finish, the less questions are being asked in the class. 
So if nobody's in the classroom and I'm the only one there, I'm about to keep getting up asking this nigga for help oh, on the quiz. Like I see what you gotta you utilize yeah. like what's going on. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Eventually he just started doing my mm, final for yeah. me. Cause it's like I like to get up and play with they play with their mind. Cause like mm-hmm. I'll know what answers aren't right and I'll know what answers I'm stuck on. So it was like for the business class here, the uh the tests aren't um they don't stack onto each other. So I don't have to learn uh yeah, yeah, section yeah. A, They're section B, section yeah. Uh, yeah, section C. The midterm was on section A and B, and then the final was on section C. So mm-hmm. I'm like, he came over. I'm like, okay, do I have to look at previous information? I know the answer to this question already. I don't have to, but I'm making sure. And I go, well, this one, the one I thought was like the answer or could have been, I was like, well, this one is from section yada, yada, yada from what's the name? Mm-hmm. A. And he was like, oh, that's a good observation. <laughs> so I crossed that one out. And it was easy to cross out a couple more because they were like in the That's same like group. That's like part of. And then boom, I got the right answer in my head. I did. We'll see what I get. Right. When I get my but score that's back. like I think an important thing, and that's what I do. I exhaust all of my resources. Girl, I don't. You're gonna, you're gonna like, get tired of me one, before I leave because yeah, exactly. you're gonna have to tell you me no. You have to because I'm paying you <laughs> to. You're gonna you have to tell me to no, give me A's. and you're gonna have to deny me, and then you're gonna feel guilty because I asked you a question and you didn't answer, and you didn't yeah. fulfill your promise that's, as a teacher. But that's important though. People don't use or utilize teachers. I think that the way that they should, and, and like teachers get away with way too and much. And at the end of the day, like these teachers, like my 304 professor, yeah. like I emailed her hella, like asking questions mm-hmm. all the time yeah. that woman and i she and i are locked in she's written Your me recommendation friends. letters she loves me they're there's like a handful the... of my teachers mm-hmm. Gesky, you know he loves Duh. all of us yeah he's they're gonna do the work yes. for you eventually and it's not like oh i'm giving you the answer in his handouts it's okay this kid is actually engaged this kid is trying i don't mind helping him but if you just sit there and just go oh what's this oh i'm incapable right. of doing this that's right. what because nobody like wants they to see help you, you trying they see you trying yeah so when you get to trying they like all right, I don't mind helping them out. Like, I'm pretty sure I got lenience on a few of my papers because yes. the teacher understands what I'm trying to say. And, and the stuff that I talk yeah. about is so interesting. Yeah. She's like, damn, this is good. You messed up here, here, and here, but I'm not going to deduct it as much as I would have. Right, over because there. I see you're trying. I see that. And then you effort. talk to me about it all the time. And, and that's, that's what my dad was saying because I, I started to spiral. And my. Wednesday was a rough day. Like oh, go I for it. Oh, started. That was, oh, you had the final at ten yeah, o'clock. Yeah, so I had that one. So I got to the testing center at like nine forty-five. I started my test nine forty-seven, and it was like three essays on political philosophy. I'm good. I definitely pulled things like I don't. I I'm pretty sure I killed it, but like I don't know how I did. And that was like three hours, and then I had a thirty-minute break between the math Man. one, and then I tested for math from oh. like two to five forty five. And it was rough as hell. And afterwards I was just like and I was up until three AM the <laughs> night before studying and two AM the day before. It was yeah. like bad. I was I was at my my end and I was starting to get really nervous because I didn't feel good after mm-hmm. my exams and I was just like dad like what if I got wrong did got this wrong. Like I put so much effort into math, especially da 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 but it was just like you know, regardless of how things turn out, like your it's teacher might now. help you. It's over, but your teacher also sees the effort that you put in. And so, like, I wouldn't be surprised if you rounded my grade up just like, a little bit. And I feel like my teachers in the past have done this because I've always just like worked really hard. Yeah. So utilize those resources. And what you also need to do is look, if you're not sure of something, do it until somebody stops you. Yeah. So, like, look, during the math final, wait. Do I want to tell my story? 
during the math final in high school. You're not okay. supposed to <laughs> during the math final in high school. I took. You're not supposed to have a, a graphing calculator. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Yes, ask for forgiveness so, later. So asking for forgiveness. So later. have two calculators, but if yes. you're better on a graphing calculator, did bring you, that motherfucker? Yeah, so you brought in your, high school. I did that. Did you high school and um uh, Lincoln? That's what I yeah. That's, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, but like, Fuck, did you were you able to use the graphing calculator? I was using it as much as I could, and then and he then, came and I don't know. I don't. He, I saw him and I like just switched out because okay, I didn't really smart. need it anymore. But like, smart. Yeah. So like, use it. And if somebody comes stop you, then you go, oh, all right, I'll like, stop. Oh, I'm so but sorry. But, like, until you're stopped, bro, keep going. Like, sometimes, even, bro, because I want to play fucking for the football team or at least want to try out, right? For this one here? Yeah. So I'm like, bro, they not posting the stuff on the <laughs> internet. They not responding to the emails. I don't care how much you tell me that you want the players to email you this, this, and that. It's not working for me, bro. I got to run up on you in real life, bro. And okay. I'm not the type to look for the office because that's way too Did much I work. Did I see you, like, walking on the practice football field? Yeah, that is what I, you saw. Oh, I so, thought I saw you yeah, when so I was, I was biking, like, <laughs> but I was like, it could be another guy No, that walk. was me, bro. So, usually they be having, they're so secretive. They, yeah. They so want to be so mysterious. Man, all that. I want to be on it, so I got to okay. get to it. So I thought you were uh, into basketball and Basketball golf. like a side hobby, and I love golf. But you can't, I, golf is like, my leisure sport. Okay. Football okay, white like, man. Yeah. <laughs> Golf is so, not white. So usually they like lock off the football field, this, this, and that. But this time they had it open. And you crept so in. So I was sitting there. No, I didn't creep in. I sat there and I was like talking to myself and I'm like, oh, this is it. This is the opportunity. And I'm like, dang, what if this, what if that? I'm like, I pay these niggas so much money. Rather, I go to this school. Right. No regrets. He gonna have to cuss me out for me right. to get off the field. So he's sitting there. He talked to some players, and I was like, "Fuck it." So I just walked onto the field, and I'm like, "You know, is you a coach?" And he like, "Yeah." I'm like, "All right, where can I find information for the? Uh, do you know when the walk on tryout start?" And he like, "Well, they're not until like spring, like around February. So now I got a month." And then he <laughs> pointed me in the direction to find some secretary that had to give me more information. She was useless, mm. but. I hate useless I st- Yeah, I hate useless people. Like, <laughs> I know, useful. it's just like, fuck, okay, like, <laughs> you're not helping me at all. And it's like, they're still talking, it's like, fuck, I already know you're not helpful, yeah. I want to leave right now, yeah. but you have to wait. Yeah. Like, shit, so, type A personality. So I walk over there to where he pointed me at his stuff, and it's like, I'm going to keep walking until somebody stops me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The track team was over there doing something, but I'm going to just keep walking until somebody okay, says, track team. hey, you're Shout not... Shout out to Kaya Sensi, my roommate. Oh, I'll hear myself a lot more. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, and I'm like... Yeah, nobody's going to stop me. Uh, nobody really cares. So if you're thinking about it, you should do something. Do it until somebody stops you. Facts. And if the person that stops you isn't in high demand or, like, a high power, keep fucking going. Cause yes. fuck their opinion. Like, yeah, so to tie all of this back to optimism and being optimistic, optimism is a choice, but it's a choice that should, make, should be made wisely, and you got to be able to distinguish between optimism and avoidance. Facts. And then, oh, damn. Delusion is another thing that is extremely important. Ooh. And, well. So you are a delusional person. You like being this delusional. Is, this is my world. Right. And I think about it in my terms. Okay. And I want to follow my rules. Okay. So you got to be able to have that delusional, quote unquote, delusional mindset to like, if you want to be somewhere where you want to be, you got to be able to think outside of yourself and defy all of the um, what they call it? like all the limits that you set on yourself. Yeah. Because even in high school, it was like you got the college counselors and stuff. 
he was sitting there talking to me. He like, well, this is a big school and it's really hard to get in. That's I know he didn't mean any harm by it, but he didn't want me to be disappointed. I'm like, nigga. No, he was like, uh, you would be a small fish going into a big pond. My fucking like, sophomore nigga, year. Nigga, I'm a shark. My, How about okay, that? Okay. How about that? Yeah. The great white. How about that? Okay. Like, this is like, yeah. you got to be able to think in your own terms and be like, bro, this is, I want it. I'm going to get it. Yeah. And then being That's I, not delusional, though, I don't think. People will say it is because you're thinking outside of their oh, reality. So you got to quote it on delusional. J. Cole said it, so okay. go look it up. Do you like J. Cole? J. Cole is cool. I love J. Cole. I yeah. want to go to Forest Hills Drives next time I'm, Mich- I'm in Michigan. He's from Michigan. Michigan right? is not Forest Hill Drives. That's North Carolina. That's so far. Oh, well, I understand because you're on the other side and that's on the opposite no, coast. Really but come on, do better. This is your second time saying that. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, hold on. Do I have anything? Oh, God. There's so many no, that's people. A joke one. This is the third time that someone's been like, yeah, I mean, because I was like, <laughs> Missouri. I think I was like, Missouri is like close <laughs> to, I associated Missouri and Georgia. <laughs> They're not anywhere near each other. Um, West. I guess I am delusional. I'm living in my West Coast LA you bubble that I want to get world. out of. I want to get out. I don't want to be in an LA bubble anymore. So get up and go. I'm trying to. Don't try. Just do. No, but you do have to try. But like, no, you just got to do it. No. Trying is like, oh, I did my best. But doing is like, oh, and then you learn on the way. But it's like I have to have, I like need an internship what do you or need? Like, a, like a way to get just out. Just go get one. Just get out. It's no, no, no. Oh, yeah. And it's easier done than said sometimes, too. You just got to be able to. I try. I, that's that's my mind. I'm, I'm talking to you yeah. out my delusional mindset. It's I like, know. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, but it's just like I have to, like, work to, you know, get there. I don't know. Just like, start talking. Just start no, talking out loud. You don't just start doing stuff. I already have my plan. Right, you already good. know I right. plan my okay, shit out. Okay, there we go. There we go. And I just wanted to say that my sophomore year advisor, who's a fucking, sorry, that was inappropriate. She's. I'm sure she's a great woman. I she Outside just, of you. Number one enemy, not really, <laughs> but just because my sophomore year of high school, she took me out of my Algebra 2 and Trigonometry class that I we weren't learning anything in, and we were just going over, like, grades in college. And she was like, and I was like, yeah, USC is my top. And she was just like, mm, yeah, you see? might not get in there. See? You might want to consider your options. Fuck you, bitch, because <laughs> I got into fucking USC and UCLA and all of these other schools that no one else in my class got into. Yeah, so suck on that. And you're still working at the same high school you went to. Yeah. Oh, no, How no. you like them, Apple? Hey, chill, 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 chill. Sorry. You just dissing too many people. I'm you just dissing kidding. way too many people. And peace and love. Like, actually, like, peace and love. <laughs> give, give me another little all peace and love. That just, like, for me, I was just like, oh, my gosh, what? And then I proved her wrong, obviously. It doesn't but even yeah. matter. But. So. Yeah, get that mindset that it's like, uh, no matter what, I'm gonna do it. And be when you being optimistic, understand that it's good in everything, but you also gotta see the bad. And I'll say this: accept it uh, art, and learn to love it. Yeah, an art quote was, um, you gotta know the rules to break them. Yes. So in art class, yes, yeah, like, um, I think in art class it's like, uh, you might feel like, damn, why am I learning how to draw? I don't draw like that. That's how I felt when I went to like, cause I ended up going in like to advanced art in high school. Okay, so you do and, art. Uh, yeah. I want to see it. All right, I'll show you. But like, what was it? Oh, and so it was like, damn, I don't draw like this. So it's like hard to learn these new forms. And my teacher was like, well, yeah, I know you paint. I know you don't do pen. So it'd be, mm-hmm. of course, your work isn't gonna come out like the rest of them. But the fact that you're learning this stuff, you're gonna know how to add it in. And if I teach you the rules of this. 
you're going to know how to break them. You know what I'm saying? If you don't mm-hmm. know any rules, you're just going out there. But if you know the rules, you go, I'm actively choosing to break this law. Right. And it it allows more structure to what you're doing, if that makes sense. You can mm-hmm. actively, you can look at mm-hmm. something and say no. But if you don't know what you're looking at, it's hard to say no or yes. It's hard to dif- differentiate. So yeah, understand the rules to break them. Understand your situation to tell yourself, okay, I choose not for that to happen. Right. So that's my version of optimism. I hope that answers the question of optimism. But just be able to look at it in the face and say, okay, I understand that it's this, 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 and that. I understand that I have to do this, this, and that. I understand this is hard and this can go wrong here, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Just step up against, just step up to the plate, nigga, and swing the bat. Like, basically. You're never going to get a home run if you don't swing the fucking bat. And swing the bat. Yeah. And it's okay. I think, like, the bad parts and the hard parts of life are some of the most beautiful parts. And, like, if you learn how to get through those and learn how to, like, find joy out of them and understand (laughs) that, I mean, I like to go through the idea that, like, everything Mm -hmm. happens for a reason. Yeah. And, like, my, like, downfalls are, like, you know, the dark parts of life, they give me more purpose, they give me more depth, and they mm-hmm. give me a better person. Mm-hmm. They make me a better person mm-hmm. and a person more able to, you know, enjoy the light parts of life. So, yeah. I don't know, just not being scared of them is important, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We're pushing an hour right now, so yeah, maybe it's time to wrap this up and get you back on for part two. So Part two, part three, I could talk for days. <laughs> D1 yappers. D1 uh, yapper. But, okay, we're getting into the yapper. Give Facts. me one last quote. Just give me one last quote, and that's going to be the quote of the day. My um, senior year quote was a Friedrich Nietzsche quote, the German philosopher. Yeah, no. Yeah. And um, it was like, to those who don't hear the music, the ones dancing look crazy. And it's basically like, oh my God. that means just like it makes sense to you, and that's what matters. But like, you don't know what's going else for other people, so you don't have any space to judge them mm. and like you don't need to judge yourself because you don't know what other people are even thinking and when they're like living looking in your at you. own reality yeah, and accepting so the things around you hear, you hear the music so dance you to dance, it nigga. and like everyone wants to be dancing anyway so yeah. like hey and you gotta be the one that sparks change enough shake that groove thing <laughs> you know that song shake yeah. your groove thing <laughs> alright uh, what do I wanna exit out on there's more options uh, let's see I'll see you guys later. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, I love you. Thank you for having me, Austin. No problem. Oh, shit, the crickets playing. Crickets.